A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trahane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Fly to Freedom. Um, I've been holding off and holding off and holding off on recording this episode and it's actually now only about three hours before I publish. And the reason I've been holding off is, I don't know if you can hear, I've got a really, really like gravelly husky voice because I've been ill all week. And I was holding off and hoping that it would get better, but it's still really gravelly. So you're just gonna have to listen to a very husky sounding podcast. Um, so today's episode is actually, The topic is from my lovely client, Claire, who wants me to tell you all that she's my very, very bestest client. And when I am coaching Claire, she is indeed my very, very bestest client in that moment when I'm with her, um, because I'm 100% fully focused on Claire and she is the only one at that moment. So Claire, this episode is for you. She wants me to call it the amazing Claire. Um, so we'll kind of go with that, but it's also about overwhelming guilt. So the question she asked me was, how do you deal with the awful feelings of guilt when you eat? And that's a really good question because it is really, really, really hard. Um, Claire's in anorexia recovery and she simply hasn't been eating particularly. So the beginning of eating in recovery is creating immense feelings of guilt. Um, What even is guilt? What does it feel like? Guilt is a feeling of having done something very, very wrong, of being in the wrong or of hurting somebody. It's, It's just generally a feeling of wrongness. And I guess it probably feels different for every person. For me, it's like an icy orb in my solar plexus um, that's hot and cold all at the same time. But I know it can feel very, very different for each person. And where is the guilt coming from? So, you can kind of think, well, it's, it's coming from the food because I've eaten the food and I feel really, really guilty. But is that the case? I mean, it's food. Food has no morals. Food is not good or bad unless it's kind of moldy and gone off and then it is bad. But it's not good or bad and every food has its purpose, even if it's not a so-called healthy food that's going to prolong your physical life. It can still be a food that nourishes your mind, nourishes 
your emotions. It can be a food for celebration. Food doesn't have to just serve a practical purpose. It can serve an emotional purpose as well. So all food is nourishing and we can't blame the food or label the food. The food is not the cause of the guilt. So have you done something wrong? Is eating wrong? I don't, I know that the eating disorder tells you that it's wrong. It tells you that you shouldn't be eating and that it's, you're going to get really fat and nobody's going to love you. If you eat, you're going to have to compensate in some way, purge or go for an extra long walk or take laxatives. Um, but it's not true that eating is wrong because eating is a biological need and every single person on this planet needs to eat and all animals need to eat. And you can't be an exception to that rule because you wouldn't be living and all living things need food. So it's not that. It's not eating can't be wrong. So you need to get curious and ask questions about what is the guilt coming from? I mean, yes, it's the eating disorder, but what have you actually done wrong? And start to write down these questions and get curious. We have so much conditioning throughout our lives, from society, from our parents, from schools, even from cartoons and Disney films and fairy tales that lead us to believe that being thin is ideal and acceptable and lovable and being in a bigger body is somehow not acceptable and not lovable. But is that even true? Is that even real? And get really, really curious about this because people come in all shapes and sizes and every single person is different. Every animal is different. Every bird is different. And all of them come in all different shapes and sizes. So why would it be wrong to be different from somebody else? and fit into this very narrow societal ideal that is deemed acceptable? And the answer is, it's not, and it's not sustainable and it's not reality. So start asking all sorts of questions and writing them down and looking at them. And also find out, is it the same for everybody? Does everybody feel guilty when they eat something? And the answer to that is also no, isn't it? Because everybody has to eat and it is part of our survival. So again, why should you be so different? You're not a unicorn. Also, try to change the rights and the wrongs and the shoulds and the shouldn'ts have, because when you say, I shouldn't have eaten that, it was wrong of me, you're sending yourself a message that somehow you're bad. 
And what would make you bad for eating, for performing a biological need for survival? Try and remember about how you speak to yourself. And challenge the thoughts. Say, okay, I ate a banana. How can 10 million monkeys be wrong? They're not. The eating disorder is creating this feeling of guilt, which is from you following the eating disorder pathways again and again and again and again, until your brain views that as your desired behavior and offers you that every time you eat, because you've trained your brain to believe that food is something to be feared. And therefore, your brain throws guilt at you from the eating disorder when you do eat. So start to challenge that and start to say, well, hang on. Everybody needs to eat. I am a person. I need to eat. The eating disorder is going to be there because I have followed those behaviors for so long. And while I don't want to follow them anymore, I am accepting that that voice, those feelings are going to be there, but I'm not going to give them any of my attention because when we place our attention, we place our energy and we don't want to give our energy to the eating disorder and feed that further. We need to feed ourselves. And keep practicing this. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And I know that sounds so much easier than it is and of course it's hard it really is hard I totally get that and you do have to sit with those horrible feelings inside you but you don't have to give your focus to them you don't have to just sit there and think about them and think about what a bad person you are and how you shouldn't have done it because all those thoughts are thoughts that are going to make you feel worse so get kind of matter of fact about it. Say, okay, I ate the food. Food is needed for survival. I want to recover. And that's that. And yes, the eating disorder will send you a million signals, a million reasons why you should feel guilty. Things that you supposedly should have to do now to make up for the fact that you ate but none of those are true. And keep every time you get these thoughts, and if you don't know if they're true, just ask yourself, are they true for everybody? Do they feel kind and loving or do they feel restrictive and make me feel bad? And if they make you feel bad and they feel restrictive, then they're definitely eating disorder thoughts and they're to be ignored. Try treating yourself with kindness rather than judgment. Say to yourself, okay, sweetheart, this is hard. And I know this is hard. And I know I don't feel good doing this because of the eating disorder, because of my history. But I'm recovering and I can do this and I can sit through it. Because believe me, if you have a restrictive eating disorder, you are an incredibly strong person because you have to be to have survived so far with a restrictive eating disorder. So try and be kind to yourself. 
Because all those things that the eating disorder is saying and that you are saying to yourself through the eating disorder, would you speak to your friend like that? Would you speak to your pets like that? How would they make other people feel? And if you think that they would be unkind to anybody else, then they're unkind to you. And you don't deserve to be treated unkindly, even by yourself. And speaking to yourself unkindly, contrary to popular opinion, does not motivate you. It does not persuade you to go further, do better. Being kind to yourself and supportive and encouraging, that's what takes you that step further. That's what helps you get better. And then some of the things that the eating disorder will tell you, which kind of feel believable, are actually absolutely ludicrous. And they'll say, you're literally going to get fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. Ask yourself, have you ever seen another human being do that? Has anybody ever eaten one thing and kind of woken up the next morning like a giant balloon? And actually, Claire, this one's for you here. They have to be a real person, not Violet turning into a giant blueberry from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Has to be a real person. So the answers really are be aware. Be aware of what is happening. Be aware that it is the eating disorder voice and not your voice. Make sure you separate that. It's not my eating disorder. It is the eating disorder because you don't want it to be part of you. So separate it. Be aware that the voice is going to be there to begin with and that you don't have to take any notice of it. And then be curious and start questioning the things the eating disorder is saying. Is that actually true? Is that true for everybody? How would I feel if it wasn't true? And how does that thought actually make me feel? And then challenge these by doing the opposite of what the eating disorder says. So if the eating disorder is saying, right, now you've eaten, you've got to go for an hour's walk, have an hour's rest. Doing the opposite of what the eating disorder wants you to do is the quickest way to become free from the eating disorder. But also when you are challenging what the eating disorder is telling you to do, praise yourself and encourage yourself and tell yourself how well you're doing because our brains absolutely love praise and they love, like small children, like pets, they love being told they're doing well. And so the more we can do that, the more our brain is gonna to want to offer us the recovered behavior because we're praising it, we're celebrating it. So challenging what the eating disorder is telling you to do and praising it when you are doing the opposite. And then consistency, just eating one day and then not the next day isn't forging the new pathways, that's not rewiring your brain, that's just prolonging the bad feelings and the struggles. So being as consistent as you possibly can 
every day because the eating disorder doesn't take a day off. The eating disorder doesn't take an hour off. And even though it is tiring and it is hard work, the more consistent you can be, the quicker you find the freedom on the other side of that fear and guilt. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope that, um, Claire, that's answered some of your questions. And another thing that I didn't say is that support is incredibly helpful. Um, having somebody to hold your hand through all this makes it so, so much easier, so, so much quicker, and just makes things so much more achievable. You can do it on your own, of course you can, but it is a lot harder. So reach out to someone for help. Reach out to me like Claire did or another coach or a trusted friend or a therapist. But it's so much easier to do it with help. I'm sending you all so, so, so much love. And I will see you in the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, please do rate my episode five stars so that I can reach more people and help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do remember to give me a follow and a five-star rating. This will enable me to reach more people that need help. If you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step, just check out my website at juliatrahane.com. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful.